So a question, what is truth? Everybody talks about it in politics, economics, ecology, science, religion, spirituality. We are all seeking truth. The question is, what is truth? Anyone would like to, to speak what they think is truth. Yes, Kathy. I don't know anymore. So Kathy said she doesn't know anymore. Great. It's a beautiful answer too. Because in science, they will say that truth is the fundamental force of the universe or the fundamental particle. And once they discover that particle or force, they will reach the truth. Other people say it is actually unified field theory, which is a combination of these physical forces, electromagnetic, gravitation, weak force of electron or a strong force of nucleus of atom, according to them. So they are searching the truth. According to religions, truth is God. In Hinduism, it is Brahm. In Taoism, it is Tao or Tao. That is what they call truth in science, religion, and spirituality. And many accept them. And there is no harm to think of God, to think of Tao, to think of Brahm, because what it does, it helps us, it consoles us. It is very therapeutic. When we are in sorrow, in pain, in crisis, in despair, in darkness, it helps. But it cannot transform us. So it is very psychotherapeutic. But it cannot bring long-lasting changes. And why? Because still these are only ideas, theories, hypothesis, 
like a fiction. But we created, humans created a grand edifice, whole structure around these ideas and fictions because majority of people don't know what it is all about. So that is why there is so much clash and conflict. Wars. Constantly the struggle is going on. Because once we know that conflict will disappear. So for these ideas, for hypothesis, for a fiction, we struggle, we fight with each other, we kill each other. And then we created experts, elites, priests, gurus. And nowadays, nowadays they are very, very rich. They are very powerful. Because whenever there is a fiction, an idea, we can create a mystique around it, a vagueness around it. If it is truth, it is a fact. We cannot create any problem with that. And once mystique is created, then we can create a secondary structure. Leaders, preachers, all kinds of hierarchical structures. And then we are law because they become our agents. And we hope through them, we will reach a Tao, a God, a Nirvana, a Brahm, all kinds of things. So if it is a fiction, then what is the fact? What is the truth? I will tell you a story from the last weekend. I went to northern part of the Ontario, Kwartha conservation area, and we were staying in a yurt. And yurt is a Mongolian type of tent house. It was uh, 50, 60 acre lands, and it was in the middle of the forest of the grid, no electricity, nothing. And what we saw, metal sculptures scattered everywhere, very beautiful one. And there was a ultralight plane parked in a hangar. We couldn't figure it out, why it is there. In any case, in the night, there was a book uh, on the side table, uh, in yurt and we opened it and then we found it out that actually this place belonged to a very famous Canadian Bill Lishman. Bill Lishman was a happy genius. Why I'm adding happy because most of the geniuses are very miserable. And they not only miserable themselves, they create misery in other people's life. If you really look into the biography, but this was, he was a very happy man, happily married for X number of years and three children. He created all those metal sculptures 
and they are in Canada's Wonderland, in Toronto, and many other places. A very accomplished Canadian. He was a naturalist also. And he experimented upon baby geese. Canadian geese are fairly big birds in Canada. And what he did, he took baby geese, many of them, and allowed them to imprint on him. Imprinting is a phenomena where these birds think that you are their mother or father. So they will follow you. So it happened on those farm in those places where the mother birds died. And if there is a person or a child, these birds will think uh, it's their mother or father. And he wanted them to train to fly and to go to a place in US where these Canada geese migrate. So what he did, he created ultralight plane. He practiced with these baby geese and as they were getting teenage and, and uh, you know, becoming big. And he flew with those Canada geese all the way from Ontario to, to South Carolina. And he left them there. He came back and waited for them that if they truly became his babies or children, they will come back next year. And yes, they came back to the same property where he was staying. So a book is written about him, Father Goose. And a very famous movie was made uh, in Hollywood, Fly Away Home. And Jeff Daniel is a, is a Hollywood actor. He, he worked in that movie. Why I'm telling you this story? Because whosoever observed Bill Lishman, they found him in a very strange, you know, as if his eyes were not around here. He was sculpting, but he was somewhere else. And when he was practicing with these geese and he was flying, sometimes other small plane flew with him to help him. They said, as if he was not there as if he was contemplating, as if he was meditating. And certainly what I read about him, he doesn't talk about God or Tao or Brahm or Kevali or anything, but something happened to him in those moments and it left impression even after the work was over. He was in a different dimension. He was fully alive. We talked about life energy, it is blocked. But in those moments, Bill Lishman was living to the maximum, with the maximum fulfillment. That is what truth is. Truth is about fact. Fact of this life energy when this is unblocked. Otherwise, people follow all kinds of ideas, gods, gurus, philosophies. You look into their lives so dissatisfied, turmoil. And you understand this person is not living fully. 
And that is why Howard Thorman, he was a civil rights activist in United States. He said so beautifully, don't worry about what world needs or wants. Your sole duty is to become alive. Because what this truly world needs is alive people. Because people who are alive, who are brimming with this life energy can change the world. People who are not alive, they become followers. And followers are half blind. Because they start looking things from others' point of view. So, so beautifully said by Howard Thurman. So what is truth? Truth is maximum living, maximum fulfillment. And in those moments, literally your hands will be raised toward the sky. Chariots of Fire, a beautiful movie, it's a factual movie from Britain in which these runners who are running 5,000, 10,000 meters, they are running and in the last moment, they just, their hands are raised toward the sky. They are totally drenched into this ecstasy. And some journalists ask them, were you doing this for Queen? Because everything happens in England is on behalf of Queen. They said, no, we are doing it for God. Because those are the God moments, moments of truth. Effect. That will transform, that will change. And that truth is not out there, it is within us. A lot of time we say, oh, truth is within. What it means? Then why we seek outside? Truth within means this life energy waiting to be explored. And we have to become conscious of it. But the moment we create fiction around it, philosophy around it, scriptures around it, all kinds of strange things around it, it is lost. So first problem is our education, our culture hides it. And then comes the various traditions and they hide it more. It becomes a double ignorance. So how to approach this? How I could become fully alive? How I could live to the maximum with maximum full fulfillment? We have to observe ourselves, watch ourselves. Whether I'm a politician, or a businessman, whether I'm a doctor or engineer, whether I'm a blacksmith or a gardener, whether I'm a teacher or for that matter, anything else. I have to bring myself back to me 
and find that activity which makes me alive. Feel it, follow it. But the question is that there are so many activities which makes me alive. Then we have to find such activity which I can sustain long term. So suppose I'm very fond of uh, trekking, hiking, climbing or diving. And those are wonderful activities and we feel very alive. That is why people go for extreme sports. But the problem is we cannot sustain them. So out of all these activities, you have to find which we can sustain without damaging our body. Because a lot of these trekkers, mountain climbers, divers, they actually damage their body. Because in those moments, it's very true, they live fully, maximally. Yes, they are in touch with truth. But it is unsustainable. As soon as the activity is over, they come back. So we have to find. So it has to, nothing to do with the spirituality or religion. We just gave this name for the sake of ease. Spirit means, as I mentioned earlier, life energy. That was the original meaning. In those moments, when we discover particular activity and we can sustain it, that will bring this aliveness, this full energy. Then it won't be any more fiction. We are living with our own truth. Truth means to be fully alive. And that means we are discovering our original personality with which we were born. And once the door opens, a point will come that this activity, this life energy will sustain itself. And that is precisely happened to, to Bill Lishman. There are many, many examples of that. But because I was staying there and I knew about the man, he died in 2017. So there will be a breakthrough. But of course, certain practices can help us. It could be listening to the music. It could be body movement or dance. It could be breathing, it could be yoga, it could be Tai Chi. But they will bring all these practices, bring a, a temporary, a transient one. That is why a lot of people feel very disappointed because they practice for many years and actually transformation didn't happen. They felt peaceful, they felt good for a little while and then it disappeared. So. Practices are only, they can only complement. The main is, as Howard Thurman said, do something which makes you alive. Do it more frequently. Do it for a longer time. 
So in somatofulness, truth is not this God. Truth is not this Tao. Truth is not this Brahm. Truth is not this Kevalya. All these words in which we are lost in struggle. Truth is within this body. Shakti, original prakriti, original force, the most powerful force in our universe. Blockages are there. What we do by this watching, by this feeling, by this noticing, by this practicing, removing the blockage. Because life energy, life force, that Devi and Shakti can never die, can never disappear. Only thing, we are blocked from it. It is always waiting. And once we unblock, it will rush like a tsunami. It is a very frightening moment if it happens suddenly. If it happens slowly, in 1984, it happened to me suddenly, the most frightening moment. Because this weak body, a weak mind cannot take so much force in few minutes. It really felt as if death will happen. It just came and disappeared. But then it came in small doses. Because body became very wise. Because body's intelligence is so beautiful. So what body's intelligence did after that, it never allowed this force to just release like a river in flood. Just in small doses. It took long time. Process completed. After that, you are alive. And that aliveness means without any activity. It is spontaneous because that is the very nature of life energy universe, the truth. And after that, all these fictions and followings, they disappear. You stand in your pure, pristine nature. And that is what truth is. It's not a fiction. It is a fact of daily life. Thank you.